615 presents Off the Record with Tom Lamore and Cami Fox. Off the Record 615. Off the Record. Yes, welcome back to 615's Off the Record podcast. I'm Tom Lamore, aka Tom Delips. I'm joined by my co host, Cami Fox. Thank you, Tom. So today's guest is a special one and plays a vital part behind the scenes for 615. Please welcome our private and wedding booking manager, Kimberly Braithwaite. How are we doing? Oh, Kimmy, how good. are we? I'm good. How are you? Good. All yeah, good. good. All thanks, good. thanks for uh, for joining us today on the. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about who you are uh, and what you do. So, um, I'm Kim and I'm the events and weddings bookings manager for 615. So, I'm dealing with all the private clients, wedding clients, um, right the way, taking you right the way through that journey um, to offer you all the services and the incredible artists that we have with the company. Lovely. In a nutshell. There's a lot more to it. In a nutshell. Yeah, well, we're going to delve into that. Um, if obviously we all sort of know what 615 do i would hope who who are listeners uh we've we've obviously been over the, the basics a number of times on some of the other episodes of the pod obviously kim has been involved with the company for some time and you're currently in your role as events uh manager kim's the expert on the wedding front and the events so kim tell everybody a little bit in a little bit more detail about 615 and your job within that so with um with us as a company which people may see on social media and may gather from going on the website and things everything that we do is bespoke so it's my job to find out what my clients need and what they want also what they desire and then bring all that together and and pull together the perfect either wedding after party or full entertainment day packages or Again, corporate, private functions, parties, things like that. Yeah. So it's all about bringing people's requirements and desires together and building an, an incredible atmosphere for them and all the guests. Yeah, brilliant. You're at the forefront of that in terms of your managerial role on that side. Uh, we've obviously, as a business, recently grown the team somewhat and you've now got another sales bod in, in the team <laughs> yeah yeah and you know tell us a little bit about sort of progression into into your role as it is now well my role started off as no role at all <laughs> when I first um got introduced to the company at our Tatton wedding show six years ago and then basically stalked the directors and the entire brand until they would give me a job <laughs> um, and from there um, I've kind of gone through starting right at the beginning with all of the guys the whole team um, and we've, we've grown I've needed assistance this year so Katie's coming to it so I now manage Katie who is our other sales um, sales role within the business and he's also dealing with weddings and private clients mm. um, and you know we, we I aim to grow that team as well Obviously, we're in a bit of a lockdown at the moment and things are on hold. But, you know, moving into the future, I'd like to be able to manage a full sales team for the company. Um, yeah. And it's not just sales. It's more account managing where you're you're looking after each individual client. You know, it's yeah. a lot more in-depth than just 
selling them this, that and the other. It's mm. it's all about building those relationships and keeping them there from the start of their inquiry till past the wedding day as well. And that's what I pride myself in is my client contact. Um, and that's what I've been focusing on with Katie when she first joined the team and she's doing incredible. So it's just such a shame we're in a lockdown now, but I know she'll be ready to hit the ground running when we all can get back to normal. Yeah, yeah, Bill. Yeah, I know some of, uh, well, a lot of our listeners will know who you are and have probably dealt with you in the past, which is which is great. And I know Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, that's my future clients. <laughs> and I know you uh, pride yourself in obviously that those relationships as well and maintaining that. So that's great. And a lot of the guys will, that's, like I said, a lot of our listeners will will know that. Tell us a little bit more about how you market and promote what you do within the business. I know you you love driving activities to develop and gain traction on the brand and, and inquiries. Tell, tell everyone a little, bit, a little bit about what you like to do in terms of marketing and promoting within your role. Well, I'm always personally promoting everything that we do in any way. But one thing that I love to do within the role, we do a lot of the wedding fairs, um, the high-end ones. So obviously, I love getting clients to to those wedding events so that they can see all of the the talent that we have. But we started doing our 6.15 showcases, which are usually in a midweek evening. And it's basically a full evening where our clients can come down and experience 6.15. And those were starting to really grow and and build great followings. And it's a fantastic evening. So I I love putting on events for clients to come down free of charge and just completely enjoy what it is that we have to offer. And we're all about the vibe. So there's no better way to to offer people the vibe than to put them right in there. So that's what we'll be focusing on, loads of showcases and live um, live experiences for you guys to come down and see the artists perform. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm always supporting the guys as well, individual artists and uh, the overall brand on my own social media. But I'm, I'm a big believer that music is something that you need to feel. So I like to get my clients in front of, in front of my team as much as I can. Yeah, brilliant. Everyone enjoys those. Kim, tell us, obviously, at the moment, we've been in lockdown and COVID. Tell us some of the challenges that we're facing currently. I do think that, because obviously I think, I, I think a lot about how it's going to affect us all. Um, I do think, unfortunately, there are going to be some companies that don't make it, which is a massive shame. Um, but ultimately, I'm quite positive in the in the fact that the ones that do, I think we're going to see some incredible concepts and ideas that people have actually had the time to go through and see through. Um, I think it'll change the industry as well. I think it has brought the industry together. Um, we have clients that work within the industry and are also getting married. Um, so they've seen both sides of it. Um, and it has brought the industry together massively. It's just all about kind of supporting each other and doing what we can. And obviously online right now is the main thing. So support all your all your fellow industry friends because that's what we all need right now. So COVID aside and forgetting that and trying to look at other things and stay a little bit more positive, tell us some of the challenges within the industry prior to the pandemic. Um, so prior to the pandemic... Uh, some of the challenges that we find as a business um, or that I find um, managing the event side of the business um, is that we are always trying to be one step ahead. Um, We've come from kind of an artist management background 
Um, so from an artist management and events, we want to be different. We don't want to be that traditional um, kind of either wedding or events entertainment or what you would typically see in, in bars or even clubs. It's always about bringing something new. Uh, it's all about first never follows and innovate over imitation. So it's all about bringing those new those new ideas. I know mm. the artists work extremely hard, as do the DJs. So do our office team from our designers right up to the directors. Everyone's always thinking of something new. It might be something super small one day and then one day it's a huge idea. Um, but we, we do that by coming together. Like this podcast. Please. Podcast, yes. <laughs> um, and that is one of the big challenges uh, within the within the industry, um, which also results to goes into things like fees and etc. Um, we yeah. pride ourselves on the fact that we are high end, we are bespoke, and we are always looking to create those new ideas, even personally for the clients. Mm. We've done it in the past where. We've come up with a brand new concept, especially for a particular client, um, designed with with us um, around them and their ideas and their passions. So we're always looking to do things like that as well on a personal personal basis, which which really helps when you are wanting to to be the leaders. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's good. It's a great insight into obviously how you know the mindset really of of the business as a whole, yeah. and it's it's good to you know hear it from a different perspective from other team members part of why we're sort of doing this new podcast uh, to give a little bit of an insight into the goings-on within the within the company and not just the finished product which obviously everybody sees so it's very very difficult right now to answer this next question for me without referring to the situation that we're in because it is such a a big event it's going to be a historical event we are currently living in history yeah you know it's gonna this I've is taken up a very good in, a massive interest in history as well so i feel yeah i'm part of it yeah no it was, we all we all are there's no there's no yeah. doubt about that we all are so where do you see the industry going moving forward um, I think it's going to be, obviously, it's going to be difficult through this and afterwards as well. Um, not everybody is going to make it, unfortunately. But the ones that do, I just know that we're going to see some incredible ideas, concepts, um, you know, brand new, just brand new whole industry, really. Yeah. Uh, people have had the time to, maybe ideas that they've had in the past, uh, that they've just not had the time to put down, like the podcast, for example. I know you've wanted to do one for a while, and we've yeah. never had the time. So it's things like that where we're going to see those changes either throughout lockdown or especially afterwards. Like I know we'll have some, and already do have some amazing ideas for when we come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would imagine a lot of the, you know, the industry are the same. Mm. I would hope so. Anyway, it's, I think it's going to change it. I think it's going to take it to a new level. Um, I'm looking forward to getting out and seeing what seeing what weddings are going to be like in private events moving forward. Yeah, it's a difficult one, actually, I think, because will they, well, certainly for some time, will they be the same? I can't, but in terms of numbers, I certainly can't see any large-scale events being allowed to take place for some time, in my opinion. I might be wrong. I, but. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have thought so, uh, based on, obviously, what we've we've heard so far. But then it's starting to look at different ways, isn't it? Which we are always doing at 6.15. We're always looking at where, where we can take a situation that would be seen as negative and putting it into a positive. So mm. when we have a better idea of if huge gatherings or even they might 
gatherings of 200 people still aren't able to go ahead, then we will work with that and what we have to come up with a concept that does fit um, to the, the situation that we're in and we'll grow from that. And I think that's what a lot of you know companies, regardless of what industry you're in at the minute, you really need to look at that. Like You've got to go with the flow because you can't fight against it. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> so, steering away from that, and I know... Well, from from knowing you quite well, that you you can be battling with stress and and things like that <laughs> on a you know on a quite regular. I don't know regular... why you that. I did that. I'm what you're talking about. <laughs> stress, stressful, stuff. quite a regular basis. I think we all do really being involved in this this yeah. industry and you know late nights, long days, lack of sleep, all the rest of it. So, well, one topic that we like to do discuss is how you personally deal with being busy stressful times difficult times and also tie in there how you know it can affect mental health and ways in which that you would deal with it because the mental health subject has been approached on almost every episode so far and I know that some of the people that we've got to speak to in the future will also be very willing to discuss this topic yeah Tell us a little bit about how you deal with that. Well, anybody that knows me on a personal level knows that I can be fiery and stressful and stressed at times. Mm. Um, But I do, with work, I do just tend to want to tunnel vision, throw myself in and get everything done. Um, I also have a great therapist if it gets far too stressful. (laughs) Between kind of July, August, I'm I'm feeling the pressure sometimes, so I'll go and sit with a therapist. But... um, Generally, yeah, I was the first person to say that to us. Um, no, and I always thought it was a sign of weakness, but it's not. No, um, definitely not. No, no, no. No, she's amazing. She just lets me get things off my chest yeah. or gives me coping mechanisms. It's just like going to speak to an older, wiser woman. I love going to a house. It's like a little sanctuary. Um, and, and that's what it is. So, and, mm. and I'm not ashamed to say that. No, no, no 100%. <laughs> And if anyone knew me on a personal level, they'd, they'd understand why I needed therapy sometimes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no offence. Um, no, tell tell um, everybody, no, I think that's interesting. Yeah. If you don't mind, tell everyone a little bit about some of the advice that you personally think is the best that you get from that therapist and something that you've really taken away from it that you wouldn't have known prior. Because a lot of people... I've discussed like lack of sleep being a huge impact on that and, and, and sleep being so important as well as diet has come up a lot, exercise, things that maybe we know about, but is there anything that you could you know, tell people that they may not realise? My therapist has always wanted me to kind of look inward and kind of work through not only with my professional um, stressful times but personal blocks that I have as well and I think when you work on them both that's when you see true growth so I've always worked on my my professional growth and my career and, and the brand and that's always been a huge you know mm. if not my entire life <laughs> um, whereas now at this time um, I was terrified of going into lockdown but now I'm at a place where I'm allowed you know I'm allowing myself to look at my own personal goals or looking into myself personally and removing some of those blocks, emotional blocks that I've had over the years. And it does just give you like a a bigger relief, I suppose, and and allows you to look at your professional and your personal life in in different ways. And I think that's something that at the time when when I was seeing my therapist on a regular basis, I was 
are struggling with. And now it's literally just time and I've been able to work on it. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, oh, yeah. Always, always push me to look at that. So I can't wait to go back and see her and be like, I actually did it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you've got more of a work-life balance? Yeah, now? definitely. Obviously, that's it's probably more life than work at the minute, I suppose, because of the situation that, that we're in. But I definitely know that when we come out of this lockdown, like that's something that I want to maintain. I want to be able to have a good balance so I'm the very very best of myself in both the, both parts of my life mm. um you know so that's something that I think is important I'm sure she used to give me these little coping mechanisms like if you're feeling um the pressure for example a lot of pressure is kind of concentrated around here so she would use they were almost like hip hypnosis but mm. not really like little techniques where you'd meditate mm. um and you'd unhook like physically do things like you're unhooking like the stresses from around your head area and little things like that. They sound daft, but mm. putting on that music and, or if you don't meditate to music and you are just getting in that quite deep level, it does just work. And that's something that's really, really helped mm. from my first session with her. Sounds like, I mean, I've heard, I've never tried it, but it's something that I will be looking into doing is Reiki uh, oh, yeah. therapy, which is, the energy thing, because mm-hmm. I I really do believe in the energy theories and ideas behind not like me being able to influence how you feel without even touching you to just emit energy is a, mm. is a great concept and actually very, very relaxing. I, I'll be honest with me personally, I've not spoken much about how I've sort of tried to deal with the stress, the, the, the lack of sleep, you know, having family young children and stuff also adds to that because it does prevent you from getting into a proper routine and being able to sleep, particularly when you're gigging late at night. Uh, we discussed it on the uh, the first pod with, with Dax about the late nights and the wanting yeah. just to not listen to music, drive home in the car and just speak to somebody. It's mm. It does release a lot of stress. You can pick up a phone and just talk or even... I mean, I tell you now what me and Cammy have done is drive home both on the phone, but without speaking in silence. (laughs) But just just the thought of him thinking that somebody else is there and you're like, oh, if I think I'm going to say something, I'll speak. But if not, we'll just keep quiet. (laughs) It's mental. (laughs) Imagine what the random, the random statements are in those car journeys. Just a lot of the time, a lot of the time, quiet, quiet, Yeah. yeah. There's not really a great deal to discuss. It's just sometimes nice having, like I said, it's an energy. Yeah. yeah. Somebody else that understands you that can sit and just either one, listen, or no one speaks or listen, or, or no one speaks and just listens to silence. No, one of the energies I've been looking into, and I've really like, I've spoken to Cammy about this. I actually bored him to death on the phone the other day about the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm really affected by the moon and I always have been. So you'll know when it's a full moon because I'm like a werewolf in the office. So recently but... that's happened. Cause it's full <laughs> yeah, <cool. laughs> Luckily we've missed that. that. <laughs> yeah. It was full supermoon last night. It was the last supermoon of May. But because I've followed those phases of the different moon phases and what they can do for you spiritually and stuff, like that's also helped me to understand, like I know certain senses at the minute are heightened because it's mm. full moon. Um, and just even looking into stuff like that is so interesting and the energy that it can give off and the mindset that it can give you 100% it's it's incredible like when you start looking into it 
Well, even if you even if you consider the simple fact that the moon causes the tide, that will give you an idea as to how powerful the energy is in terms of gravitational pull and whatever. We're not getting to that. That's there's a very good podcast actually called All Day. There's um there's a great podcast called Startup if you're interested in that sort of stuff, by the way. Just um, yeah, it's good. It's I'm good. Apps on my phone now. I just lie there in bed at night. He's an astrophysicist, the guy. Oh, amazing. Very, very interesting. So, no, honestly, that's been that's great. Very detailed. I'm sure that's given a bit of you know an insight and maybe helped a couple of people listening. So, Kim, we're going to strip it right back, and I'd like to ask you how you came in contact, how you started working, and how did you meet the guys behind 615? Well, I touched on it before that I'm a, I'm a great stalker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I initially knew Dax. He was a person, he is still obviously, um, it was a personal friend. Um, and he, I, I went to a couple of his gigs and then ended up at Time Wedding Show and I saw the full concept where I saw all the guys. I met Cammy for the first time. I met Tom for the first time. Will, um, some of the other artists. And I just kind of was, completely blown away I remember coming home that day and was going oh my god mum I found what I want to do for the rest of my life like I am obsessed and I did I just I would just genuinely adored and still do adore the brand and everything that we put out I completely believe in it 100% so I followed it um on social media obviously having the personal relationship that I had with Dax and then the other guys as well I'd go to a lot of the, the events that they had on in local bars or further oh every every weekend I remember (laughs) You're turning up at Mojitos and living all the time. Every weekend I was there. Mm. Sound of the drums. I had that playlist on actually the other day. It's a sick playlist. Oh, yeah. Um, old school, that. Yeah. Very old school. Yeah, that's um, actually a very good point about uh, how we met because one thing that I distinctly distinctively remember was me thinking, this Kim girl's like mega keen here. Like I thought this... Like, but it was the enthusiasm. And I think actually one thing that a lot of people could learn from it, I mean, it more younger people, I think, for me, and the mindset of younger people these days, I might be uh, pigeonholing it as an issue, but I do think it's an issue, is that everybody wants something for, for nothing. There's a, I do get the impression of, particularly with the Instagram influence and or just social media influencers, influencers as a whole, it looks so easy to do. So it's like yeah. a, a 30 second of fame or people look at that and go, well, why can't I get there that easily? And I think one thing that you did is you got involved with the brand fit off your own back. You came to us when we had nothing. We, we, we couldn't afford to pay you because everything that we had had gone into investing in the business. We'd spent all our money on kit, uh, investing in building websites and trying to get 615 off the ground. So the back end of 2014, uh, and obviously 2015 was the January show at Tatton, where I think we'd met briefly before, me and you, but I'd obviously I knew you were friends with Dax prior to that. Uh, and that show really did take, um, we've discussed this before, um, the, that show really did take off. It, that, that's what launched the business. But I think the point for me is that you got involved with no financial motive at all. And no. that's really stuck with me for the whole time. And that's why I wanted to bring you into the business when we finally could afford to do that. I just think it's great. I, th- I think I really do. I think it's um, 
I think it's fantastic that somebody so young at the time could have that mindset. Oh, it's just, I just knew, like, I'm very, if there's something I want, I'll go out and get it in. 6.15 was like, and still is, was just like the holy grail. I was like, no, I have to work for this company. You know, as stressful as it can be sometimes and obviously time consuming, like I put my all into this job every day. It's not, it's nothing that I've ever regretted. Like I, I loved, I had that, that time where I wasn't paid and, you know, that I think that's kind of the foundations for how close we all are. Like, you're not mm. only, as a company, we're not only there for each other professionally, but we're, we're also a massive family base. And, you know, when I, at the beginning of this lockdown, when I was just in pure meltdown, couldn't cope, I'm straight on the phone to, to Tom and Dax. I mean, yeah. how many people can ring up the directors and go, oh my God, I'm going to lose the plot. <laughs> Help me, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, and there's that side of it as well. And I think it's not, it's a collective of everything with 615, Mm. with all of us. And I think we'll probably all feel that as well. Like we are one big happy family. Sometimes we're not a happy family. Sometimes we want to kill each other. But The storm always passes. The storm always passes. Very, very quickly. Yeah, (laughs) Business is business. Um, And personal is personal, isn't it? So it's, it's, it doesn't always work in people some. I know friends that have gone into business with friends and it doesn't work. No. But we work and it's great. So, and, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. So, Kim, I know we've brushed up on it already, but what do you think of 615 and the people behind the brand? Oh, we've brushed on it massive, massively. Yeah. But mm. you guys are all my family. Sometimes mm. you drive me mad and I really don't want to speak to you some days because you'll piss me <laughs> off. But, <laughs> um, no, I love you all and the brand endlessly mm. like it's just it's it's such a huge part of who I am anybody that knows me from a person anyone that knows me on a personal level knows what this brand means knows what the company yeah. means know how invested I am and it's not it, you know I'm lucky not so many people go to work and don't really like the jobs mm. just it because it's a job or the money like I don't have that drive obviously the money's great <laughs> and I have personal goals that I want to do but it it's the whole vibe it's the whole family that's that's what I love about that's it all amazing. Absolutely amazing. So um, moving on, this was a good question, actually. Any funny stories whilst working with 615? I mean, there's loads. Oh, can... I, know, I know there is. Just be careful what you say. <laughs> we have to, uh, we to disclaim this every time, saying try not to uh, focus on the ones where we've had a few drinks. <laughs> <laughs> We're not alcoholics. <laughs> We're not alcoholics. Um I mean, every day's a laugh, isn't it? You know, the banter in the office is just great. And I have, that's one thing I have, I fully throw myself into the lab banter. And I think I top you all. Yeah, <laughs> you do. Yes, you I do. will always take it over the line. <laughs> um, so I love that. I love some of the nicknames that have been thrown around, like Harry Potter or Cam <laughs> Chips. <laughs> Thunder Chips. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When I, get, when I get a bit weighty, yeah, hips. You know, there's just so many fun memories. You can't really point it down. Um, I loved it when we all went to Ibiza as well. That was just that entire few days was just banter from the minute we stepped off the plane. I wasn't there. You weren't there, but we went over. A few of us went over to support Dax playing at Mambo's, and it was it was just a laugh a minute. And that's just kind of what it is with all of us, really. I think. 
we've all got a great sense of humour. So that was it. That was that was tame, but I like it. We'll keep it like that. There was nothing there that's going to. Uh, I don't want to upset anybody. Yeah, we're not going to damage. We're not damaging uh, any reputations today. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, favourite round for me: quick fire question round. Literally answer them as quick as you can. First thing that comes to your mind. I'll start the ball rolling with who's your celebrity doppelganger? I mean, I really don't think that I have one. I think I'm one of a kind. Um, (laughs) Typical Kim uh, answer there. (laughs) One of a kind, guys. How insulting you think there's another me. There's not. Well, who do you look like? You must have had somebody. And not not because of the way she looks, probably more a persona and a style and stuff, Alicia Dixon. I've been told that a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. Right, I'll let you have that one. Right. Oh, yeah, thank you. Right, Kim. So, your favourite track of all time? Oh, this is really hard because all my favourite tracks are in different genres. But can I have two? No. Oh, there you go. Oh, I have to have two. You have, you've got to choose one. You can choose what, what I'll let you do because some people have just given it straight up and other people have given a fairly long winded answer. Let's have your favourite of all time and then I'll let you give your second one. Right, so I love Finally by Kings of Tomorrow because that's Ooh, yeah. just... popular choice. Oh, God, that track just uplifts me. The amount of times I've put that on when I've been going into the office, I've been in a stinker mood thinking I can't <laughs> walk into this office like the Tasmanian devil, and it does just bring me up. So my second choice would have to be uh, Luther Vandross, Never Too Much, and Will always plays it for me as well yeah. if he sees me out. <laughs> so it's a good choice. A very good choice. So... What is your favourite holiday destination? Oh, it's easy. It's Ibiza. Oh, it's with Ibiza. Why did you even ask me? You know that place is my heart. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, next question is, what is your favourite superhero? Oh, well, I love them. I love Marvel, so I love all of them, but got to be Iron Man. Yeah, hey, yes, good choice. Right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining. That's it. We're going to wrap it up. That, that's uh, that's going to be it, it from us for now. Yeah, once again, thanks for tuning in today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Make sure you please like and share and subscribe. You can also follow us all on social media and all the relevant links will be in the description. Thanks for joining us, Kim. Pleasure. It's all mine. And we'll see well, you very I'm soon. <laughs> I'll see yeah. you guys. Thanks, Sue. Bye. Later, bye. So thanks once again, everyone, for listening to 615's Off The Record podcast. Really appreciate you listening. Please give us a share on your said favourite social media channel. Leave us a review, most importantly, actually. Uh, keep downloading, subscribing. Tell your friends and family. Thanks once again. Bye for now. See ya. 615 Off The Record.